today, we're going to talk about how to discern reality. We're referring here to the inner reality that provides us with access to our inner guidance, the capacity to open us to limitless creativity and possibilities as human beings living in true happiness. In Pathwork Guide Lecture 162, the guide explains the importance of inner reality to finding our cosmic path. The guide says, A person cut off from inner reality is indeed lost. The majority of humans are almost always totally cut off from their inner reality and must therefore find their way back to it. The few who have attained this connection always were and will be the spiritual leaders of humankind. Every effort on this path is aimed at re-establishing such a connection for inner guidance, for the manifestation of the inner reality. So how exactly do we find our way back, as the guide suggests? The answer lies in our primordial state, consciousness. I'm Joe Kornowski. In the documentary film Superhuman, The Invisible Made Visible, we're introduced to a number of physicists and doctors who have studied and experienced the nature of consciousness. Physicist Dr. Tom Campbell, Ph.D., tells us how he began a meditation practice in graduate school and something very interesting happened. He discovered that he could debug the software he was writing in his nuclear physics studies in a meditative state much more accurately and quickly than he could if he were actually looking at the printouts. The way the information revealed itself to him was that the lines of code that had errors in them would turn red while the error-free lines remained black. He says that revelation crashed his reality. The reality that crashed for him was the belief that if he couldn't measure it, it didn't exist, one of the cornerstones of modern science. We'll talk more about that in a few minutes. In his ongoing studies, he concluded that consciousness is what he calls the fundamental thing, and that the physical world actually is a derivative of consciousness. He goes on to say that, from your consciousness, your intent can modify what happens in the physical world. Another consciousness researcher, Dr. Dean Radin, Ph.D., who is the chief scientist at the Institute for Noetic Sciences, has discovered in the course of his extensive research that it isn't as if there is a physical world and a mental world. Rather, there's only one world, and it's all consciousness. He says that consciousness is not in space or time, but somewhere before space and time, and he says that is why consciousness is regarded as fundamental. These findings, like those of other consciousness researchers, align perfectly with the revelations and teachings of the source known as the Pathwork Guide in the accumulated body of channeled material known as the Pathwork Guide Lectures. The guide says that three levels of reality exist. The first is what you think exists. The second is what actually exists. And the third is what could exist. And of these, the guide says that the first one, what we think exists, is the most difficult to get to. In order to excavate this question for answers, we need to ask what we really believe exists in ourselves and in others, and in our interactions with others and the conditions around us. And while the answers are not easy, simple, or self-evident, finding the answers will make the next two levels of reality, what actually exists and what could exist, much easier to deal with. The guide warns that in this process, we are apt to resort to various labels for a host of mistaken interpretations of our own impressions, feelings, and beliefs that we erroneously conclude constitute reality. The guide acknowledges that even calling what we think exists reality at all is paradoxical and that the haze and fog we create by our non-specific awareness might better be referred to as pre-reality. Interestingly, this aligns with Dr. Tom Campbell's experience of having what he thought was a reality crash and the face of the deeper awareness of his consciousness about finding and fixing his software coding errors. His report of his experience shows how the pre-reality of what he thought existed, in terms of something needing to be proven by measurement to be real, 
got obliterated or crashed when he experienced a clarity of consciousness that revealed actual reality. What both Dr. Campbell and the Pathwork Guide lectures show also is how to use consciousness to get beyond what we think exists to attain higher levels of reality, what actually exists and what could exist. Dr. Campbell was able to solve a practical software problem in physical reality, finding and fixing coding mistakes by applying consciousness to a particular focus or target of inquiry or understanding. This is cosmic discernment, or discovering reality through consciousness. The most common example of this kind of discernment occurs when we can't seem to figure out a problem based on what we think we know. Sometimes we are able to relax and let go of what we think we know and just get quiet and open our minds. We call that intuition. The truth is that many scientific breakthroughs happen this way, the way Dr. Campbell experienced. Take the Greek mathematician and inventor Archimedes, who was relaxing in his bath, probably with a very still mind, and suddenly discerned the principle of buoyancy, upon which he is said to have coined the term Eureka, I have found it, in the process. French mathematician and physicist Henri Poincar experienced a breakthrough in his research in nonlinear differential equations while boarding a bus. He later wrote, At the moment when I put my foot on the step, the idea came to me, without anything in my former thoughts seeming to have paved the way for it. The periodic table of elements was invented the same way. Russian chemist and inventor Dmitry Medelev said it came to him in a dream after a long day of work and a nap. He reported seeing a table where all the elements fell into their proper place, and after waking, he immediately wrote it all down and only needed to make one correction later. You can find other examples, perhaps even among people you know. But let's turn our attention back to what the Pathwork Guide calls the third level of reality, or what could exist. The guide tells us what humans do not live in a universe with a predetermined existence and fixed conditions. Everything is in constant flux, constantly moving, even in the condensed energy of objects. That means that actual reality is not static or immovable. That's because energy is generated by consciousness and how it operates. So what appears to be the immovable outer world is the manifestation of us and our consciousness. And when we can begin to question whether what we experience as reality needs to be the way it appears, we expand our mind and its concepts and frameworks. And with that expansion comes an increased creative power to change what we believe is static reality. Our ability to expand that reality depends on our ability to open our mind and expand its boundaries and not just in terms of our theories and beliefs. When we develop our mind's capacity to truly recognize and accept what the guide calls limitless vistas of experience for happiness and self-expression, then reality will manifest an exact match because consciousness is explosively powerful. With each thought, we create and build our lives as part of our own expanding reality. Now, if anyone somehow thinks that this is fanciful or far-fetched, we need to look no further than the impact of science fiction artists and designers on modern technology innovation. Wa Ming Chang. You may not recognize that name. He was an American artist and designer, born in 1917, and could be called the true visionary and inventor of the smartphone concept. See, he designed the personal communication device used by the original Star Trek crew for the television series, which they called simply the communicator that could link up with other communicators, starships, or devices with view screens. Decades later, we called that a clamshell-style flip phone. Today's smartphones can do all of those same things depicted as capabilities of the imagined Star Trek communicator, including using low-Earth orbit GPS satellites for geolocation anywhere in the world 
for real-time navigation and using satellites for emergency communications. They can even perform some of the medical diagnostic functions envisioned in another fictional Star Trek device, the Tricorder, which Chang also designed. Whether we see Chang as able to see the future or others who followed him as using imaginary designs and manifesting them into reality doesn't really matter much. In 1962, the Hanna-Barbera Studios launched an animated series called The Jetsons, and the futuristic world of the Jetsons flying cars existed. They were controlled by a steering wheel and dashboard and could communicate with other vehicles and other devices using voice commands and radio signals. They could even change shape and color. Today, Aleph Aeronautics, a California startup, has developed a Model A which is fully electric, can both drive and fly, and has doors that convert into wings for a biplane-like design. Of course, all modern vehicles enable wireless communication as well as wireless updates to their features and functions. Well, NBMW demonstrated a concept model, the iX Flow, at CES 2022 that can change color. Other nascent flying car companies include Terrafugia, Aeromobile, POW-V, and Molar Skycar. So how do we increase our ability to discern actual and potential realities? The Pathwork Guide tells us that full perception of absolute reality is impossible for humans, but we can start to become aware of it by raising our consciousness. And we do that by eliminating our inner conflicts. That requires engaging in a process of self-searching work, described in the Pathwork Guide materials. Becoming aware of our emotions and their significance helps us find our long-held, unconscious, erroneous beliefs and ideas. At that point, we become increasingly aware of the emotional unreality in which we have been living, our illusions, delusions, and false beliefs and assumptions, and we move closer to actual reality. The guide further tells us that resolving our inner conflicts is the only path to true happiness. And one of the cosmic laws, or divine truth, is that the only way to live a spiritual life and find the sacred source of inner guidance within ourselves is to become truly happy, not as a temporary feeling or emotion, but as an unconflicted state of being. So, the key takeaways? First, to reach higher states of reality requires us to penetrate our mistaken interpretation of impressions, feelings, and beliefs that we erroneously conclude are reality, but in fact are only pre-reality, a starting point. Two, the way we do that is by raising our consciousness by eliminating our inner conflicts. Three, in eliminating our inner conflicts, we reach the state of true happiness that is necessary to access the source of our inner guidance in a spiritual life. And finally, you can read and study the principles we've covered here in greater depth in the Pathwork Guide Lectures 162, 70, and 71, as well as the other Pathwork Lectures. You can find them at the International Pathwork Foundation's website at pathwork.org. Join me next time for more on living from our inner guidance and cosmic law.